Yeah, hello, breadcrumbs training family. How are you all doing? This is Noya here, and I'm just uh, going to go through um, an article that I read on five simple ways to motivate your team through compassionate leadership. And that's a really new one. Um, the writers are two lovely ladies, Debbie Cohen and Kate Rusky Zuma. And what they're just trying to tell you and I as leaders is that without humanity, your employees will continue to suffer um, through toxic burnout. In other words, it's so important that they get their rest. It's important that we find ways to keep them motivated so that they don't, don't go through that time of uh, going through a toxic burnout. So I'm going to start with the first one and that's creating safety, you know, creating a physical and psychological safe environment. And the idea is when people feel safe, it gives them a sense of belonging. So it's very important that we as leaders are providing, um, you know, physical and psychological safe environment so that our team feels safe and, you know, it gives them a sense of belonging, you know, to the group as well as to themselves. And of course, this sense of belonging will enable them to know who they are and what they have to, you know, contribute, give in to the team you know and of course when people are safe they will work better so the idea is okay they've got this sense of belonging and that sense of belonging will enable them to find their place within the team within the organization and then they get to contribute so they know what is expected of them in a very uh, relaxing and human way and you know once they do that they begin to feel safe and then they begin to work better uh, the next one is working together and that is where yeah so the working together is uh, where it's not all about you it is about the team it is about everyone. So again, collaborative working. So the realization of the leaders and the and the team in general to you know understand that it's not all about them as a person, it's not all about you as an individual, it is about everyone, the team working together to achieve a common goal. So again, one one would need to, you know, one would need to be very clear on the outcomes you want. You know, so you're going to tell them, you know, you have your weekly meetings, your power meetings, and then you call the team together. You let them know how important it is that they contribute constructively and positively towards the growth of the organization. So you use these, uh, you know, these, um, what's it called now, uh, these um, focus groups, so to speak, these times of team meetings, one-to-ones, buzz sessions to let the team know that oh this is what's expected of you and you're very clear about the outcomes that you'll be expecting and the idea is that you know you open on on the importance of them achieving 
uh, their goals and also taking them through that place of achievement. So it's quite, you need to be very specific from what I can see here. You're calling the team together. You're letting them know how important it is to work together as a team. So it's not just them or you individually and what is expected of them, what you they need to achieve collectively as a team for a better outcome for the growth and business benefit of the organization. And again, you know, you need to just make sure, you know, try and really let them know how important they are to the team and, you know, how important their work, their contribution is to the growth of the team. <laughs> I'm just turning my book away, so hold on. Uh, again, um, the next one is claiming values. So again, this means, you know, what you stand for. So know your values, you know, your non-negotiables. And again, the article talks about, you know, values is when you know what is important to you. So you act on the values. This creates intentionality and a clarity of vision for yourself and to those you're working with. You know, your team is as well as a team alignment. So, you know, you need to, it's, it's so important that the organization itself has got values. You know, so what do we stand for? What is important to us as, um, as an organization? And once that is identified, it needs to then plan itself out with the team. So again, like I said, this means knowing what you stand for. So what does the organization organization stand for because what the organization stands for is what the team stands for you know what are your non-negotiables what is so important to you that is non-negotiable so you act on these values you know as a team uh, individually and collectively you act on the values and again this creates intentionality and also just like I mentioned before, a clarity of vision for yourself as well as the team as a whole. And again, when you, you when you continue to remind each other of the clarity of vision, the, the values, the things that you hold important, the things that are non-negotiable, you'll find that there is some kind of connection, a special connection that is working within the team uh, to bring this to, to, to life, so to speak. So as a leader, you can help people uh, discover their values. So, you know, why do they want to do what they're doing so you get to or why are they doing what they're doing why why do they want to work in that industry what what do they love ab about their job role and the organization and then you that's how you help them you know understand their own values discover their values and you know why do they do what they do <coughs> excuse me and again you also support them to align their values with the passion for the organization. I'm going to say that again. So you, you support them as leaders to align their values with the with their passion for the organization and as well as for themselves. Again, when people feel more connected, like I said before, to what they are doing, they are more productive and engaged. So, you know, they have a vision, they're all working together. There's that 
um, you know, feel good factor. Even in the midst of, you know, slight hiccups, they get together again. So there's a no blame culture, you know, but there's that uh, learn lessons learned strong culture going on uh, yes yeah, so there's less of a promotion of blame culture you know and then there's more of a you know what let's learn together let's work it out together and the idea is when people feel more connected to what they are doing they are more productive and engaged that's really good so um again the next one is owing your impact so what the what the writers are saying is one's impact is you know what we experience in in our journey uh, as leaders and as a person so again this this creates personal accountability so knowing your impact you know your experiences that you're bringing in your leadership skills that you're bringing in as a person into the organization and into the team most importantly and this tends to create personal accountability so what you know in in other words you take on responsibility for your impact and there's some buzzwords that come with it so you deliver you drive results in a way or manner that is consistent with your character. Yeah. So you drive those results. I love that word. <laughs> and you deliver, you know, you meet your deadlines in a way or manner that is consistent with your character. And so you owe in your impact. You know what I'm saying? In a very practical way. And you have you that helps the team, uh, you know, individually and collectively to develop a huge sense of responsibility for what they create. You know, so they've got this, you know, um, ownership, so to speak, of their impact of what they bring to the table of the organization and the team, as well as having a huge sense of accountability, a huge sense of responsibility. And if I may add, even a huge sense of, uh, you know, uh, building of problem solving skills and making sure that, you know, they're proud of what they're creating, uh, both with what they do as individuals and also planning that out into the workplace culture. So that's so important. The next one is daring not to know. <laughs> so, you know, this is this is described by the writers. I'm just reading my notes. Is this is described by the writers as a practice of surrender. So it makes way for deeper engagement and loyalty from others. In other words, it creates an atmosphere of strength, of confidence, of appreciation with more included ideas. So there's that uh, picture of a fuller representation and, and that picture of fuller representation comes from diverse perspectives as a result of, you know, the combination of strength, of confidence, of appreciation, of good practice, if I may add that word. And, you know, all this tends to build up the richness of diverse um, perspectives within the team to enable them to feel motivated. And I just want to wrap up with my notes again to just say that, you know, as you motivate your team as a leader, you know, what you it, it is also important that you can show them that you are also human 
and vulnerable and you know you don't have all the answers so you'll be open up to you can open up to members of the team to you know give um ideas on what would make things better you don't have all the answers you just take it back to the team literally you know and get the team to step in and step up <laughs> and you know uh, feel 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 have a feel good collective factor so to speak so it's so important that you you let your team know that they are very strong together you know let them know let them know that you know you're not working on your own you're working with them you don't have all the answers the answers you you might be able to you know respond to a thing or two but most importantly it could be down to them to provide the answers for things to continue to work better and just continue to um, remind them of the importance of them get, being stronger together. So as a leader, you lead the way by saying, I don't have the answers for that. Or what do you think? Mm -hmm. So when they come up with questions you and you know that you don't really have the answer to it, instead of you given an answer that's not an answer you just say oh i don't have the answer i really don't know but what what do you think what do you think what do you think we can do to resolve the issue so again it's so important that you see yourself as that and that would enable you not to be too hard on yourself and you know work with the team again to motivate them because when you kind of asked for their um, opinions that's really good they're so happy they feel oh I can do something I know my stuff this and that so that's really good so in conclusion um, these thing, uh, steps that I've mentioned will help a leader create a culture you know where you get the best from the team so you increase your leadership self-awareness so as a leader having the courage to change will help your team and uh, of course the organization will be more uh, human and humanity will get the uh, will, uh, will get the work done better so it's so important that you know you of course you have to be courageous as a leader but you also have to instill that sense of um you know boldness and courage within the team also to get them going to encourage them to motivate them uh, and to also enable them to use their own initiative and their skills that are inside them that they need to you know bring to the fore or they probably have brought it to the fore so the idea is for them to channel it towards the business benefit of the organization i hope this helps <laughs> and i will come back soon with um a working activity on you know evaluating yourselves as leaders as colleagues you you know are you a good leader if i was to ask one of your employees if you're a good leader what would they say would you know what they'll say so that would be one that you would um yeah i, I will share the paper with you i'll ask the questions and you can use it as a learning tool for yourself moving forward so thank you so much for listening and thank you for the telegram family thank you for the facebook family please continue to um you know share the podcast and share your comments also and thank you for all those who attended our workshop on the reflective leader sometime last year we are going to work for a uh, for another one very soon uh, the reason being it's so important that we do that it again puts faces to names we've got all the you know the 
people on Telegram, people on Facebook. We need to know who they are. And most importantly, it's, it's, it's good for them to come into a class where they can learn and uh, contribute also on leadership. So thank you so much for all that. Thank you. Uh, once again, my name is Noye, the founder of Breadcrumbs Training. And please feel free to share this. And you can also join our Telegram channel where I post a lot of um, podcast shows on there. Uh, from other leaders uh, as well as the ones that I give out to and I again I do that on the Facebook uh, page also so thank you so much my, once again my name is Noye and uh, the founder of Breadcrumbs Training I thank you Breadcrumbs Training family hope you all well uh, give a shout out <laughs> when uh, when you um, comment on this podcast that would be much appreciated so take care thank you for all your kindness thank you